Well, kia ora, hello and welcome to the Coast Vineyard Podcast. Whether you're a regular or a first-time listener, it's so good to have you listening in. We hope and pray that wherever you may find yourself at today, that the message that you're about to hear would be helpful for your journey of faith. So without further ado, let's get into this week's message. Um, well, it's a, real, um, it's a real privilege to, you know, just spend some moments uh, continuing on with our, our Solid Ground um, series that we're in at the moment. And uh, if you were here last week, you would have probably cried. Uh, sorry, if you were here last week, you would have heard Paul uh, French and, uh, speak to us and just, uh, you know, about when life goes to custard. Uh, I did like his other, where is Paul? Here. I did like his, uh, his other versions of that title. Uh, if you were away, you'll need to go back and uh, get that reference. A- actually, if you were away, uh, I'd really encourage you to go back and either watch it on YouTube or listen to the podcast or whatever. Um, just a really powerful way of looking at, you know, like, what do we do when life goes pear-shaped? You know, and all through this series, we've just been trying in the swirl of everything that's happening uh, within our globe at the moment. It's just this hunt for solid ground. You know, as Christians, as people of faith, where is it that we can actually have some some, some solid stuff that we can stand on. And obviously this morning I want to continue on this, this theme and, and look at a particular area that I think is, well, I think, I'll test it in a moment, I think is relevant for all of us. And that is in the area of stress. <laughs> solid ground when life is stressful. Sounds like fun, doesn't it? You know, anyone, uh, anyone got some stress uh, going on in the moment? Yes, no? No stress here, no stress here. Hey, let's pray and uh, we'll get it stuck in. God, we, we, we commit this morning to you, Lord, and we just, we ask for your presence, Lord God, to fill this place, fill our hearts. And just in these next few moments, Lord God, would you speak into our hearts, enliven us to the things of you. Let us be open to being changed by your word uh, and uh, just go on living uh, with a sense of solid ground about our, our life and our faith, Lord God. So just anoint these words in Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. So stress. How many have ever been stressed? Okay, good, 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 good. That was almost everyone in the room. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, we just get, we get stressed, don't we? And I'm, you know, I'm just like everybody else. I, I, I mean, I, I guess I don't think of myself as ten, tending to be a very kind of stress-filled person. Uh, but you know, life gets stressful when I've got too much. When I've got too much on my plate, when I've, when I'm too far out of out of my comfort zone uh, for whatever reason, or when a global pandemic happens and you have to completely change the way that you do everything. <laughs> That's mildly stressful. And uh, I mean. The reality is that, that so much of our world is driven by stress, hey? I mean, you know, the, the, the product, if you wanted to go down the marketing front, you know, how, how many products are sold uh, because of stress or anxiety? 
But we have this, in fact, we're at uh, Alpha uh, this past Tuesday night. By the way, Alpha is off the charts, uh, going awesome. Kevin and the, uh, his team of facilitators are just doing such an amazing job. We've got about, um, about 30 or so people in the hub on a Tuesday night, and then also another 15 or so people of our young adults um, who are in their life group are going through Alpha at the moment as well. Just amazing conversations, great stuff going on. It's awesome. Anyway, we were, um, we were talking in Alpha in our group on Tuesday night. And just as part of the conversation, we were talking about how, how like, it's like we have this God of productivity, you know, little g, God of productivity, and uh, just how much sort of self is dictated by productivity. How productive was I? How, how much of what our lives are driven by, uh, by the sense of I've got to be productive, you know? And we sort of just load ourselves up with it, and it just, you know, it, it can lead very easily to a very unhealthy way of living, a stressful way of living, right? And even in when life's tough stuff happens, uh, someone that you dearly love dies, uh, a loss of job or a, a major health crisis or something's going on, something goes on, and we were just talking about how the reality is in those moments, sometimes busyness is our answer. You know, rather than taking a step back and stopping and actually allowing ourselves to process through what's going on, we just get busy, just distract ourselves. And we just miss out on something. We, you know, we, we genuinely miss out on being able to walk forward more in a more healthy space uh, if that's our attitude. And as Christians, it's kind of like we should, we should have a different response to that, Right? Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, feel, 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 feel. I thought it might be, I thought it might be quite good to uh, just illustrate this a little bit. All right, talk about this. I, I need a volunteer. All right, a genuine volunteer. Thanks, Albert. Uh, that would be awesome. Um, <laughs> everyone, welcome, Albert. <laughs> Did you have just? Uh, did you have any idea that this was happening? No. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. He hasn't been set up to it. All right. So Albert is an amazing guy. All right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, this. Yeah, if you could go in the middle, please, Albert. All right. Thanks, man. <laughs> I knew you'd be up for this. Okay. So, so one of the things that we get told to alleviate stress is to live a balanced life. Right. You've got to try and live this balanced life. So here is our life represented by uh, what Albert is, is holding here, this pole, all right? Now, obviously, if it's balanced, probably hold it with one hand, and that would be, that'd be fine, nice and balanced, all right? And then, of course, what happens is we, we load ourselves up with various things that are important to us, right? Probably hobbies shouldn't go first, but uh, that we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. What have we got out? Okay, we've got church, <laughs> yes. All right, so we just... We slip church in there. Church is important. We, you know, we want to make sure that we fulfill our responsibilities, that we're there, etc., etc. Okay, family, right? If you can't see it down the back there, family is also very important. Keep it balanced. Thanks, Albert. <laughs> All right, so family is really important. You know, we want to give time and space uh, to our families. We don't want to neglect what's going on with our families. Of course, there's work. All right, we can't just not turn up to work in the morning, you know, that won't uh, go down very well. 
So we just load up a little bit more. Again, work is important. We want to be faithful with, uh, with what we're doing. Oh, of course, you've got to look after yourself, your health, all right? Don't forget, eat healthily, eat right. Oh, oh, come on, Albert. Come on, keep it. But you've got to, you've got to keep it balanced, all right? Keep it balanced. Don't go, you've got the house, all right? So there's always something to do around home, you know, the lawns to be mowed, the you know, fence to be painted, whatever it is. And, and, you know, you don't want to have a train wreck of a home, so you, you put effort into it. You put time and energy, and then what have we got? Now we've got our hobbies, some fun, all right? Uh, so you buy a camper van, and you go uh, exploring around the, around the country. Keep it balanced, Albert, keep it balanced. Okay, so we, so we get told that, you know, okay, the answer is to give and to keep our lives not stressful, not stressful, not stressful, <laughs> <laughs> Are you feeling stressed yet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you can use the second hand. Right? Uh, okay, is to live this balanced life. If we just... Oh, 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 Albert, Albert, Albert. Oh, man. Oh, like, you know, just you can't keep life balanced, can you? Okay, load them up again. Load them up again. Yeah, serious. And the thing is that uh, we, even if we get it perfectly balanced, right, the only way that Albert has got any chance of keeping it balanced is if nothing changes. (laughs) But that's not reality, is it? Uh, there's some people in the room. You've got uh, some gifts for Albert. If you could come and bring those gifts. Because the reality is that along comes, you know, you've been doing really well in work. Scott, if you could put, so you get more responsibility. You've got more things that you need to handle. You know, you have another baby and your family goes, suddenly has extra weight. You, do, you want to do an alteration to your house. Uh, uh, church, you, you want to be involved in one of the teams, so there's more responsibility that comes along. And, the, and, and of course, if it was really balanced, Albert, you wouldn't be using two hands. You'd only be using... But, you know, like, that's just not reality. The only way that balance as an answer works is if life never changes. You get it all set, and it's just... It's a, it's a constant, fluid motion. And I want to... I guess I want to propose to you this morning that as Christians, we have a much better answer. That when the world would tell us that you've just got to live a balanced life, if you want to get out of living stressed, Mike, if you could come and help me, please. I want to ask you, tell you, encourage you that the promiser of peace, Jesus himself, <laughs> looking quite muscular, can come along and we can welcome him. So, Mike, if you can just help Albert. Hold that bar. I mean, you, you kind of get the point here, right? So, Albert, is it a little bit easier? <laughs> Good. The illustration works. But I, I, I want to just encourage us this morning to welcome the promiser of peace into our worlds. 
the mission, my, and, and, and I know that life has its swings, it has its pendulums. You know, for me, uh, in, the, in the first six months of this year, obviously pandemic stuff's going on. I'm also trying to finish off some study that's pretty involved. And like the pendulum swings, you know, and we do that in our lives. And that's okay as long as it doesn't stay there, right? Because then the pendulum swings the other way. So I'm not saying that these things aren't important. But what I'm trying to say is that there is another answer, that in amongst our, our trying to carry the burden and the weight of each of these important things within our life, that we can instead welcome in the promiser of peace, Jesus himself, who would come and bear the load with us. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Albert's like, oh my goodness, relief. <laughs> you know, stress to us is like, you know, it causes all sorts of ills and, and things. It, it has such a negative effect on our lives. And, it, and it's not that all stress is bad, right? God has wired us so that we, stress would be helpful for, you know, a, a, a car comes out in front of you. That adrenaline shot of stress helps you respond in the right way. When your child is trying to do their best Superman uh, interpretation from high on the deck, you know, stress. God's wiring within us. It's just that we can't live there. It's not, it's not, it, it, God has wired us to be productive. It, this morning is not about trying to achieve some sort of zen-like, uh, you know, state of, of mind or being or, or way where just, it's all just inactivity. <laughs> no way. God has wired us to be productive, to, to be contributors to our worlds. It's just that we want to do it in a way that's not filled with stress. We want to welcome the the promiser of peace into our, into our lives and into our hearts. The Bible's got amazing stuff to say about this peace that we can have. Isaiah 9 and verse 6, I'll, I'll put it up on the screens here. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This is this, in talking about what Jesus would bring when he comes to earth. This Prince of Peace. Or in Numbers 6, 24, verse 26, um, you know, which has inspired the song The Blessing uh, that's been doing the rounds on YouTube from various different countries. Just, you know, an amazing thing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Psalm 29, verse 11, the Lord gives strength to his people. The Lord blesses his people with peace. Or in the New Testament, so the scriptures that are written after Jesus came. Colossians 3, verse 15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, since as members of one body you were called to peace. Called 
to peace. It doesn't just affect yourself as one body called to peace, to live at peace with people around us. You know, all through Scripture, there are many, many different times uh, where peace is talked about, and, and I could go on, you know, with, with many other Scriptures, but I just want to, just one particular verse, I just want to kind of hone us in a little bit on this morning from John 14. This is Jesus. Uh, he's preparing his disciples for his journey to the cross. Uh, he's saying that, uh, I, that I will not abandon you. I won't leave you as orphans. I'm sending the Holy Spirit. I'm sending the counselor uh, to be with you. And then, of course, in verse 27, it says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Peace I leave with you. My peace. Jesus promising the, the peace that, was, that enabled him to be able to do the journey to the cross without getting off track. The peace that enabled him to, to maintain uh, truth when he was challenged by the Pharisees. The, the peace that he had in his trust of his father to go to the blind man, to go to the lame and say, you can be healed. The peace that he had to calm a raging storm, the peace that would hold the tension of Judas's betrayal of him, the peace that would enable his disciples and us to have peace with God. But not, but not as the world gives, right? You know? Jesus saying to his disciples, I've come to bring peace, but perhaps not in the way that you're expecting it or the traditional Roman way that your minds are probably thinking of right now. Um, Colin Cruz says this, when Jesus said he would give his peace to his disciples, much more was involved. He bequeathed to them a peace of mind in the midst of trials and persecutions, a peace that, would ex that they would experience with the coming of the counselor. You know, this peace that Jesus is promising is not about the external. It's about the internal. It's about what's going on within our own hearts. You know, sometimes we think of peace uh, like this next picture I want to uh, put up here. You know, this is Lake Matheson, West Coast, South Island. Just, you know, if you've ever been there, it is an amazing place, especially on a calm day, these beautiful reflections. And we have this idea that the peace of God is like that. You know, and it's not that it's not that moments like that are, aren't bad. You know, they're really good, but the peace of God is so much greater, isn't it? You know, it's perhaps more like this next, uh, you know, famous illustration picture. You know, this uh, uh, it's a French lighthouse off the yeah um, Atlantic Ocean. You know, and this is a picture of peace, like what Paul was talking about last week when it all hits the fan. Peace. Not when all the ducks are in a row. Not when your life is balanced. Not when you've got it all sorted. Peace. 
And like I'm saying, to welcome in the promiser of peace. Who would give you strength and me strength to be able to have an image more like that. I was, um, I was uh, catching up with some friends uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Um, she is in the pretty advanced stages of MND, so motor neuron disease, uh, you know, uh, in a wheelchair at the best of times. Uh, and, you know, the path forward for them is, looking, is not looking good. But it was just this amazing experience of witnessing the peace of God. That when life throws us that sort of thing, here's this couple who are, you know, just, it's, it, it's not what they're anticipating. And, and she knows, she's a physio, and she knows exactly what's happening to her body. Yet, there's just this trust in God that is not dependent on the external circumstances of my life. That I will choose to trust you, Lord, however the pathway goes. This is the type of peace that we want to live with, right? You know, this is the type of peace that is a gift to the world around you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, but not as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. You know, there's, there's a whole lot more that we could talk about in terms of the ins and outs of stress and peace and so forth. And honestly, people who have got um, much, much greater expertise than me in, uh, in what that does physically and so forth. But I think really just my heart this morning is that we would just take that moment to recognize if there are areas of, of, uh, of non-peace in our lives, areas of stress in our lives, and that we would take a moment to invite the promiser of peace into those particular things. And it's really just, you know, to recognize and then respond. As I, I was listening to a, a podcast uh, I really like Kerry Newhoff's uh, podcast. He's a kind of a bit of a leadership church kind of guru guy. Not literally guru, you know. Um, and uh, and um, what I love about his podcast is that he interviews a whole range of people. And he's interviewing this guy, Steve Cuss, uh, who's kind of a psychologist turned pastor and just bringing a real wealth of understanding and expertise when it comes to this particular area. And uh, one of the things, one of the things that he was talking about is he was saying that the way that stress is often exhibited within our lives is in one of three things. So either in a spinning mind, a racing heart, or a tightness of stomach or, uh, or around the shoulders. You know, just that physicality of recognizing stress within our lives, or maybe all three uh, for some of us. Um, but it's like when we recognize that there is this element of stress within our life, it's this reaction to, to cause us to turn towards and welcome in this promiser of peace. You know, it's, how, do we, how do we best do that? That's really the question, isn't it? We've done a bit of stuff over the past few months looking at um, different pathways to connecting with God. 
different spiritual pathways, different journeys, different ways of us being able to connect well with Jesus. And, and really, I, I just want to encourage you to do that. For you, whatever helps you to connect with Jesus in the midst of your stress, do that. If it's, if it's, if it's take a walk, if it's just to stop where you are and to pray, if it's to talk to yourself about the promise of peace that God has for you, do that. Talk to someone else. Allow them to come alongside you and help you with your, with your journey in that. Don't be too proud to ask somebody else. And ask God if you need to start something, stop something, change something. Take a breath. Put on some worship music. Be proactive in welcoming in this promiser of peace. It is available to you. It's not too far off. It's not, it's not this ethereal thing that's just kind of out there. It's available to every single one of us if we would welcome in this promiser of peace. And learn to become what people have regarded as a non-anxious presence. A non-anxious presence. Presence. It is a gift to your world if you can do that. When you go into work tomorrow and everyone's stressed to the max about something that's going on, some project that's gone wrong or whatever, when you sit in that meeting, when you have that conversation, when you interact with people and you are a non-anxious presence because of your trust in Jesus and the peace that he brings to your heart, you are a gift to the people around you. When your family is going through something and you don't know how to deal with that particular situation, bring peace as a gift to your family. When you go through that health crisis, it's a crisis. It's very real. But yet still in the midst of that crisis, you can welcome in the promiser of peace. And as a community of people, if we would be a non-anxious presence, wow, our world is so driven by stress. Imagine the impact that that has on someone's heart when they come into us and interact with us as a community of people, whether it be here on a Sunday or in one of our various other activities. And there's something about these people, you know, like there's just, there's a peace about them. There's a security about them. It's sticky. <laughs> what a gift to our community that we would be just as a bunch of people who don't have it all together but are doing what we can to welcome in the promiser of peace. And so it's not, you know, it's, none of this is rocket science this morning, you know. It's, you've probably heard it a hundred times. I just think that God wants to encourage us to really walk in it. <laughs> Thanks again for tuning in to today's message. We hope and pray that it's been most helpful. 
If you're keen to find out more about us as a church whānau, you're welcome to go to coast.org.nz or of course we'd love to meet you in person. We meet at 10am at Aurewa College on the beautiful Hibiscus Coast and you're more than welcome. Be blessed and have a great day.